0: Hey, y'all, let's gather around the fire for the FQ podcast.
1: Hey, welcome to FQ, where we talk about faith, family, and friends. I'm Jacob. And I'm George. And
2: welcome to this week's podcast. Hey, guys, this is Jacob from FQ. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you haven't listened to Cubed after dark part one, please go listen to that one first. And have a good day or good night. Thank you guys for supporting us and have an amazing week. Sweet. Yeah. So like, even, even with, uh, I don't, I don't know, like Kevin kind of pisses me off (laughs) sometimes just the way he says things, but like, I, I definitely see like, uh, you know who pastor wit is, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And like, he's been, he had another guy (laughs) that
0: was on him the other day. I don't know if you saw that. No, that was coming I, after him and cussing it. him out.
2: Yeah, he said he was a yeah. pastor or a proclaim pastor, and he like
1: yeah.
0: said
2: I just want to let you know like f you or something like that to him. Yeah. Oh yeah, we, we were that. talking
1: about that.
0: Yeah, with him earlier. Yeah, it's, I don't know I who like, that is. He's he's some guy that was had like seventy followers or whatever. He's nobody, but he was just like dropping f bombs on him and and saying that he was a. F an idiot and all this other goofy stuff. And I was like, you know, he, he was an a-hole and he didn't care about people in need. And I'm like, this is, this is pastor wit we're talking about. This guy is dedicated to the Lord. Not only, not only does he preach and, and teach and stuff on TikTok, but he's got a phenomenal, phenomenal food pantry ministry. And, uh, if I think, if I remember correctly, one of his kids is, uh, adopted.
2: I don't know if that's true or not,
0: but I do know, um, I I mean, him and his, him and his wife uh, have a phenomenal family and, and they love the Lord. And so uh, I just, I don't know know where that, that visceral hatred comes from.
2: Like he was talking about how they're setting it up. And I mean, that food pantry is packed and he goes, I'm excited to go give out food today. And like, um, I've heard other tiktok creators talking trash about churches and being like oh i know that you all these churches give out the old food and i was like i don't know what church you went to because like our church when i was in ohio all we had was fresh food i would never give like yeah out of date cans to someone i would load them up i'd be like oh you need food you and your family and like i mean like paper sacks double double together with like full of cans and different goods in it and I'm like no, my, there you go my see mom, you
0: later. yeah exactly and, and it's so funny because my mom when I was when my mom uh, when I was growing up with my mom she had this ministry called the angel food ministries I don't even know if it's still around anymore but they always did phenomenal stuff it was like super affordable and, and whatever and they would they would oftentimes donate boxes on top of boxes of like like quality meat. I mean, quality, quality chicken, turkey, steak, bacon, the whole nine yards, and then packages of food. And then not just, not just, uh not just like mixing stuff. We you make like a, a beef stroganoff or chicken Alfredo or something, but like the give it canned foods and vegetables and fruits and stuff like that. Everything was just fresh, fresh. Like you just, just got it off the, you know, off the vine. And yeah, same with uh, same with the stuff like what you were talking about. I've even had some when I when I didn't have any money and was really in need. I went to some of those Catholic charities, and I would say that's the only time I've ever had somewhat eh, picky food, but whatever. I'm I was poor, so yeah. who cares? <laughs> I can't really be can't really be picky when I have nothing anyway. So
2: yeah, for sure. Whatever. <laughs> and so with with baptism and. Atheists talking about it. I feel like because I talked about Kevin today a little bit in a Zoom like men's meetup thing, is that I feel like he, like, well, not really him, but I I feel like him, but like atheist Jesus, uh, what's his name? The trolling atheist or whatever. Yeah, his name atheist is. troll. Yeah, <clears throat> those guys like out of everyone those two specifically i feel like they know jesus and know god is real because they fight so hard against it <clears throat> and i i've questioned them like hey um i know the easter bunny's not real sorry if anybody's listening what? with their kids <laughs> uh, but, but like the easter bunny's not real and I don't argue it. I don't go sitting around like on a street corner going like, "Why do you people believe in the Easter Bunny?" And I go, "Is it because you're doing that? Is it because you know he's real? Because why else would you be fighting so hard against something that quote unquote doesn't exist?" Like I don't see people.
1: I, I mean, I don't
2: fighting about <laughs> Santa. Like, how dare you? Well, you saw in that Santa. one
1: video. You know, I, don't,
0: I don't know if you saw that one video I made where I was talking about you know the whole ordeal with Gina Carano in regards to the Mandalorian getting fired from the Mandalorian. It was like, you know, e- even if what she said was controversial or whatever, it's still her free speech opinion. You know, she can say whatever she pleases, What'd she you say? Know. but she, she's well, I'll answer that. But, uh, I don't, I don't go down to the local grocery store because Jerry, uh, so-and-so in the back, uh, is a flat earther, and ask the manager to fire him because he believes in a flat Earth. Yeah. I just they say,
1: "Go away, Jerry. You're dumb. That's dumb. And move <laughs> <Yeah>. on.
3: me <laughs> alone, Jerry." <laughs>
1: like, Wait. Yeah, and I'm, like, first, and I'm like, first there's no Easter Bunny. Now you're telling me that the <laughs> Earth's not flat. <laughs> 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 I'm so confused now. <laughs> I, sorry, it's not Jerry. <laughs> little Park.
0: did we know. Little did we know it wasn't Jerry. It was George in the back, <laughs> <I'm> stuck <laughs> <and> chilled. <laughs> but no, I don't. I don't freak out if if somebody has a controversial view about something, um, unless it's something directly regarding scripture, um, and and you're trying to you know trash and twist God's word. Then there's a little bit different. Different stuff, but if you have a view, particularly a view that is deadly accurate, and that was the thing with Gina Carano, she was she was making she wasn't making a biased statement. She simply said that uh, before before pre you know, talking pre Nazi Germany, the way that people treated the Jews and maligned them with a quote unquote cancel culture is the same way that a lot of people are who are conservative are being treated that way. And it ultimately led to the point where people could be uh, maligned and trashed to where it ultimately led to the Holocaust. And that's what yeah. she compared it to. And that's why she, that's why she was canceled. And then they
1: then they tried so to she jump compared on the whole. it. She compared it to that, yeah. which was all factual. Yeah. And they canceled her. Exactly. So they literally proved her point. not wrong.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. And that, the funny part is uh, all these leftists are trying to be like, Oh, well that's so terribly offensive of Jews or to Jews. And I'm like, well, first of all, I, I, I know a, a number of Messianic Jews that I'm friends with and every Me single too. one of them were like, no, she's dead on. She's exactly accurate. And then lo and behold, the, the famous Jew himself, Ben Shapiro, hires her. If, if what she said, li- she literally, she gets hired by, her, uh, by him to do, uh, do an interview and a bunch of other, bunch of other uh, gigs in a, in a movie, I think, because um, she's both an actor and a mixed martial artist. And, um, and, yeah, so he said the exact same thing. It was like, it's not offensive at all and the liberals are trying to act like it is. And ironically, the, the big thing that they were freaking out about was the whole uh, supposedly she made a trans joke. Well, turns out that the quote-unquote joke was all she said was beep, boop, bop were her pronouns. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Everybody in the. How okay, is so that? Of, how let me, let me how is up. that offensive, though? Like how? It's not. I don't <laughs> think not. we're not supposed to, to be offended by by that. Like if that's So all, the,
0: so all these LGBT A B C D whatever people <laughs> were plus. pressuring her plus. on t- uh, on Twitter <laughs> and whatnot to Minus. put in her bio her pronouns and and in turn she responded with uh, my pronouns are beep boop bop I'm not doing it and moved on. And that was it. And that was enough to enrage the mob of, of all these cancel culture people to, you know, not only boot her off Twitter, but, you know, get her fired. But- and ironically, the same, uh, her co-star, uh, who plays the Mandalorian, had not even two years before made not only the exact same comparison, but it was in opposition of... Uh, of uh, conservatives and was trying to say that uh, you know you should put you should put conservative trump supporters through the wood chipper and he didn't get canceled for that but oh god forbid we say beep boop bop <laughs> so scary well,
2: <laughs> well like somebody I guess oh what courthouse is it some some courthouse or some news media thing is maybe it's like Google news or something. I don't know. There's two people fighting like ones for LGBTQZX And, um, also the gender thing is mainly what the lady's about is that there's all these other genders and the other lady sticks it to the wall, like across from her gender flag. She sticks it to the wall and it says, there are two genders. Prove me wrong with science. (laughs) And like, they're like going back and forth and I'm like, Hey, that is true. Like scientifically there isn't any other,
0: you know, it's funny you bring this up because, because Bill Nye had the, we we were just talking about this today in my science class where we were actually talking about how Bill Nye switched from what he said in the 1990s talking about how, as science clearly shows Biologically, we are X, Y, X chromosomes and all that jazz that defines whether or not we are male and female. And suddenly, with his new woke TV show, he's starting to say that gender is on a spectrum. That we just don't know whether or not uh, – we, we don't know whether or not that uh, males – you, you might actually have been born a male, but you have a female brain. And, and this ludicrous stuff. And it's all, it's all an attack on us and in, in the image of God that God created us in. Now, don't get me wrong. There's obviously the, the scientific anomaly when it comes to intersex, but that is a one-tenth of a like 1% when it comes to the entire population, think, <laughs> of the whole world.
1: Well, and, and even, is, even with that, um, they still choose one of, their own well, gender I, that they're mainly made of. Well, yeah, because only one organ actually is fully functional. Like one yeah. reproductive organ is fully functional. Yep. So even with mm-hmm. that, you pretty much know what you are. Yeah. I, I mean, I... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 100%. Because I don't think they could get themselves pregnant.
0: <laughs> well don't you know don't you that's the other next thing don't you know men can get pregnant too
2: That is the most loaded ludicrous thing Men ever can
0: heard. men can have periods too That's you know that was on the cover of uh oh gosh that was on that How, how do they wo- lie about web. that
2: and be like that's all good like You, how know, in you their know what made me laugh though does that compute
0: well, it's because I, I mean, I hate to say the simple answer, but it's because we live in a fallen world, and people want to justify whatever their sexual preferences are, whether they're moral or not.
1: And I don't see and they how would any woman, the fleeting
0: pleasures of sin, rather that be the fleeting, fleeting pleasures of sin, than actually, you know, <laughs> waking up. I mean, these yeah. people are in deep, deep slumber. They have been given
1: over to a depraved mind simple as that well I and I, I just I agree with that because I don't understand how any woman could really be on board with that because that's taking away something that is you know truly unique to to women is being able to have a, a baby born out of their womb and having a menstrual cycle could you imagine if guys had a menstrual cycle?
2: We'd be punching each other all the time. We'd be punching right?
1: each other. We'd be in, We would not leave the house. <laughs> Fight Club would we'd be, be, on. be. We'd be worse drivers. Oh, Man. dude!
3: <laughs> 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 we'd be worse drivers.
2: <laughs>
3: wow!
1: <laughs> but I. I was talking to I was talking to a girl about um women stuff and I said, you know, and I, I've said this to my, my daughters as well, but I'm like that is something that's so unique to women and I think that women are more resilient because of having to deal with that once a month. If a guy just started randomly bleeding uh, especially if he was bleeding out of, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, could you imagine? I <laughs> like, I'm dying, <laughs> and it wouldn't and like it? they hey, wouldn't get used it? to it. Every month, it would be like, "What is this? I'm dying again." <laughs> the worst Wait, is the guys it? who
3: Wait, don't aim; is? it'd be all over,
2: <laughs> all over the place. You're like. Hey, that toilet used to be white.
0: <laughs> is, oh wait, isn't it the running gag anyways that like when, when females get their, get their time of the month or whatever, that, you know, they just brush it off like it's nothing. And then, I, cause it, and then you look at uh, guys when they, get, when they get sick, they think the whole world is collapsing in on them and they're just like bedridden for six days straight.
2: That's what they say.
0: Yeah. yeah, I And mean, I, I'm not like, why would they want to take sick, that? But why would they want to take that kind of victory away from them?
2: Yeah. And just give sure. it to the men. Literally like, when I'm sick, I just like, leave me alone. I just want to sleep. Like, yeah, that's all. Like, yeah, I don't care. Just leave me alone. Every once in a while, you throw me a Gatorade or water and that's all I need. <laughs> I'll survive.
1: Like, I've been sick as a dog and knowing that my kids were going to be home, I went to work. <laughs> they're they're going to be home too I'll figure it out, I'll figure it out. I'm going to get more rest at work than we will here <laughs> Got two
0: Metamucil and he's good to go no I mix it in, in with my coffee Just uh, I ground up some uh, ibuprofen And put it in my coffee and I'm good to go
1: Yep <laughs> I just like I, yeah, I definitely applaud women to, you know, like I I can't see them being okay with, with. See, this is is
0: what I'm saying though. These people are the, you know, and I'm going to say this, this is going to sound really rude, but I don't care. Um, it, It doesn't surprise me that these people are the minority. It really doesn't. Like these people will be the ones that'll be like, you know, we're, we're so marginalized in society well you brought it upon yourself you did this you <laughs> you you act like defying the the very creation that God created you to be that everybody knows anybody with a lick of common sense even even children know these sorts of things you know blue is for boys, pink is for girls yeah. You don't give a you don't give Barbie dolls to little boys, they'll chuck them into the toilet and watch them squirm. You know, they don't play with them. They they, they massacre them. <laughs> it just Well,
2: your parents, it, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, River loves throwing things in the toilet. Uh, I, I found like the whole so
1: does every kid that he-
2: He just (laughs) loves it. Like, all of a sudden, like, we kept flushing the toilet in the kid's bathroom. We're like, what is going on? Because, like, it kept overflowing, so I'd have to plunge it out. And then I'm like, this is so stupid. I don't know what's going on. And so, finally, I got one of those, like, rods where you can.
1: The toilet auger. Yeah. And so, I'm
2: in there, and I have a drill one. So, I have my drill on it. and And it's just not going very far. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. So then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna have to take the toilet off. So I take it off, and I'm like, there's nothing in the tube. It's all empty. Like I stick the auger down there just to make sure it's all good. And I'm like, I don't understand. And all of a sudden, I like I f- turn the toilet on its side, and I could see this little handheld game device stuck <laughs> in there. <animal>. Oh no! <laughs>
3: well,
2: there it is. Oh well, that's no! That's been doing it. And so I was like, what the oh, heck,
0: man? That's, well, that's when the my side kids were little, I don't know what to do with.
2: Oh, <laughs> on the side note about that is, Mister Potato Head is no longer Mister oh, no. Potato Head. That that I
0: just today. saw that actually. What the heck?
1: Which doesn't Tell make any sense. That. Like, so you know what doesn't make sense to me is it's a potato. It's gender neutral anyway. But <laughs> yeah, normally doesn't it come a with the potato. girl and the guy. You know, well, there's Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. It started out with Mr. Potato Head, he's and it was, davish-y. you know, yeah, just like that all mustache. the dude stuff, the mustache, Jeez. you know. You're just, just not great. being inclusive of the other spuds. <laughs> the other so, spuds. <laughs> so then they came up with, hey, if we put a couple bows on in in with this potato, it can be Mrs. Potato Head. So we'll make, basically make even more money on it. So, I don't see why they don't just keep Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head separately Yeah, for those people that still, like us, would like a Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head, and then they could have the gender-neutral Potato Head that would have all the different stuff in it.
0: See, this you'd is like, real. You'd make this so is much more money. real women's
1: issues. This
0: is real <laughs> women's issues right here. I mean, forget all the all the women being subjugated under Islam in Saudi Arabia. No, yeah, you know, forget that. Mister Potato Head is where it's at. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with
2: all the sex trafficking that's going on and all that. Yeah, let's just yeah. Which, which, by the way, the Biden head.
0: shut down. Did you see that too? Biden shut that down. What? The Sorry. the sex trafficking uh, uh, initiative ass- that. That Yeah, that did Trump, Trump had, had established. Why did he take that away?
1: Because hmm. he doesn't want to get caught himself? Why would uh, he take that away?
2: <laughs> because it's a multi-billion dollar industry. And there must be some greedy hands involved in it that is way high up.
1: Yeah, especially when you look yeah. at uh, some of the laws. I did laws. say that, FBI. When you, well, when, you, <laughs> when you look at some of the laws... That are in place in some states.
2: Well, Frick, we we just talked about when somebody can sleep with somebody here in freaking Utah is like
1: seven years.
2: Age 16, they can do the deed. Yeah, and you don't have to have parents' permission or nothing.
1: But if you can, so, and a 14 year old can date someone up to seven years older than them.
2: In New Mexico, I think it was 13. That they can sleep with whoever wow. after thirteen.
0: That's that's um, that's up there with the uh, thing from California, where you it's like you don't have to tell anyone that you have AIDS. Oh yeah, oh.
1: thanks, Charlie Sheen. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Although he said he did tell people, like he had people like because he was famous, you know, or is whatever, famous for sleeping with prostitutes. Is he still locked but- up? Um, I think. Well, I don't know. Like, he was on house arrest for a while. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard anything about him either. Have marriage. I? Like the, the last time I heard, he was
0: still on the house arrest.
1: Right, and he was he was HIV positive, and then, I I don't know if he was on charges for like like knowingly having HIV and sleeping with women, and not using any kind of protection, like, um. But anyway, <laughs> so but he had like he knew it, but he would have these women sign like a a contract saying that they knew the risks going into him, but they were getting paid, so they were okay with it, I guess. That's so weird. Yeah, but after that, like who? Is, nothing, like, how do you, heard nothing. I haven't heard anything not, about him.
0: I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're freaking. Oh, gosh, I don't care if you're Chris Evans or whatever, Chris Hemsworth, I don't care. If you've got an STD, you couldn't pay me enough to do something like that. That's ridiculous. He's he's, he's an Adonis, and he has to. I I mean, (laughs) this is a really sexual podcast. Like, what are are we talking about? (laughs) Explicit no, um, Explicit Ex-
1: Again I think this, is, this is what happens when Three guys get in a room and just really talk About the issues that are Current and pissing us off <laughs> Quite Frankly These are this is, I mean this is priority number one I mean, yeah.
0: this is <laughs> Well we're like But anyway like Who Of all the celebrities you could have Relations with Charlie Sheen, <laughs> 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 like that's not even that's that's like that's like B rated actor material. Uh, well, I know I he was did in it for the money.
2: That's like Urkel. Like was what it wasn't money. New?
0: What money? Yeah, he like made a I'm, movie in years.
2: He just had that TV show that was garbage.
1: Yeah, but two he, and a half, he had
2: two
0: a, and a, he, what was it? Two and a
1: half men. How yeah, much money he did he had make on of two and a half men? So much money off of that, though. Like sitcoms. Really? Oh man, sitcoms make so much money. Like Cheers was for a long time was like the highest had the highest actors. Highest Golden beta. Girls did it. Uh, they uh, no, I think it well, was that's still... Cheers because Cheers had uh, all those all those guys from Disney now.
0: Well, yeah, uh, voice actor and. <laughs> now, now that other guy that plays in the uh, what was it the the cop show or the CSI show or whatever, uh, the main guy can't oh. remember his name.
2: I don't know his name I know. He oh.
0: yeah. yeah, either way, he was a big player, and then he was like, oh, he was a heartthrob or whatever in that show. Yeah.
3: That either being
0: said said. But we Charlie follow, Sheen, if,
2: if we would follow what God says and and. And do that, then we could definitely avoid some of these issues like AIDS, just by making sure that we're being smart. <laughs>
0: right. If you follow Jesus, you won't get AIDS.
2: Forget hell at this point. Let's just talk about <laughs> <Right. AIDS. laughs>
0: well, Have you ever seen that? Oh, it's so funny. It's supposed to be like this abstinence video where this woman is like educating all these all these young youth. And and she was like, uh, this one dude asked her, was like, well, what if I want to have sex before I get married? And she was, and the clip just gets cut off right there where she says, well, I guess you'll just have to be prepared to die.
3: <laughs> 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 and yeah.
1: that's it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you're just gonna
0: get aged and die. <laughs> Simple as that. Don't have sex, kid. It's awful.
1: That's not true. It's not that's, true. It's not awful.
2: <laughs>
0: like
1: with it but
2: in the right parameters in the right with, within marriage
1: it is awesome. Yeah. Like it
2: guilt-free. Yeah. Yeah. And you're yeah, not that, I, you're not leaving any baggage behind.
1: Yeah.
0: And it really that's, that's like, the thing I look forward to when I get married, not going to lie. Especially be, I, I'll tell you before I became a Christian, I mean it was like you know, having you know sleeping around with with other gals and whatnot, just just to keep it one hundred, I, I you know went to strip clubs and did all that jazz and and whatnot, and you always left. You definitely always left with a empty empty feeling after all
1: that, and yeah, you know, it'd be nice to not have that whenever you get married. Yeah, and that, I mean, and like Jacob was saying, not having that that baggage. If you like, some some people uh, have had sex before marriage, and God yeah. still forgives and heals yeah. and restores relationships. And but you sometimes definitely need it, that. Yeah, I mean, and sometimes if you if you have done that and um, and you get married, it can really it can mess with your relationship if you don't get healing from those things yeah. because. There are such things as soul ties and, you know, and that you could have with a, with a person that you've had sex with. And, yeah. you know, and there's a whole lot of emotional baggage that goes along with it. You know, yeah. uh, people like to say, oh, guys, comp- compartmentalize, which we do. And it doesn't, you know, sexual relationships don't really f- affect them as emotionally as they do women. And that's not entirely true either. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, I
2: think because men are more visual and mental that way that that gets ingrained in your head. Even if you're looking at like porn and stuff, and like that kind of stuff sticks with you until you get healed of it. Yeah, because oh, so, well, all I mean, even that, that stuff,
0: even that though. Yeah. I mean, there, there, shoot, I mean, there are images I, I still remember from when I when I was like ten years old when I first got exposed to it. I mean, my dad, my dad was telling me about how, you know, when he was in maybe his, I think it was his senior year in high school or so. Um, his dad wasn't, his dad wasn't a believer. He was actually an alcoholic and stuff. And it wasn't until later on, he actually became a believer, um, on his deathbed, which is really awesome. But, um, most of his life, he was very much a alcoholic and, um, he told me one time he was he was just sifting through the sifting through the house and happened to happened to find a porno mag and uh, some Playboy or whatever and he still remembers what those what those gal gals look like. I, mean, I don't think I don't think uh, especially women. I, I know it sounds weird, but I think women don't really understand how guys are attracted and how much the visual locks in our brains. Yeah. And,
2: yeah. I agree. It's like when I was uh, maybe like seven or eight, I, I don't fully remember the images or anything. I just remember there's some neighborhood kid and he goes, hey, look what my dad has and showed me like a picture, just one picture that has yeah. like multiple little pictures in it. And I remember there being like four of them, but I don't know what it, I can't fully remember what it means or what it yeah. was, but I didn't even know what it was. I just saw like, oh, there's, a naked lady. I have no clue what that means. Let's go play with dinosaurs. (laughs) Right. So that's kind of the exposure I got. And like, I think that's also a topic of like, Hey, uh, talking to your kids about that. Like, Hey, yeah, it's like George has said it. And me and him know it from the industry we're in is that it's not about if they're going to see it. It's when they're going to see it. When? Yeah. Yeah. How they're Especially
1: nowadays, it. you know, because it's it, everywhere. It is. And like, it's
2: easily accessed in their the palm of their hands.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, and it's, well, that's
0: part of the reason why I personally wouldn't want to. Like when I was growing up, my folks never had me have a phone or a cell phone or anything like that. Growing up, and if, for one, it was probably a good thing because we actually, you know how to connect with people and <laughs> not be yeah. absorbed with their phones, but at the same time, it was also a good deflection from the temptation towards pornography. And yeah. uh, the, th- the only thing I wish uh, my folks did better growing up um, was more so explaining to me how to have victory over it. And first of all, inst- instill the, that desire to, because I, always, I, I never really understood why it was such a problem. And it was more so. Oh, well, this is this is this feels good. This is intriguing, and all this other stuff. But I never understood the ramifications—not just long term, but also short term—and uh, and even even some of the things. Uh, I mean, well, as we were talking about earlier, I mean, it is one of the biggest contributors to sex trafficking, yeah. and the overwhelming majority of things that you find online, when it, whether it's you know. Pornhub, X videos, or whatever, whatever that crap is, you, you, it is unverified, and there are people that have been. In fact, Pornhub was was in a big lawsuit because they refused to take down this whole situation where this one gal was was raped on camera, and it got posted to their posted to their website and they refused to take it down because it had like millions of views and it was like oh all this, all this awesome traffic and so I don't know what happened with that lawsuit but I'm, I'm pretty sure it finally finally went through after What's after much litigation
1: that but like what the heck
2: down? was it you that mentioned that George
1: uh, it was either <clears throat> me or, or somebody else. it might have been Kara that was talking about
2: it was even before her Supposedly, some I think it was a guest that talked about it. That they said something like they had to take down like two thirds of their their stuff. Oh yeah, might have been yeah. Pastor Witt. Maybe. Like, yeah. Did you guys did, have
0: him on the podcast. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: We had him oh, on awesome. two weeks ago.
1: It might oh, have been him,
2: Yeah. So, so yeah, they talked yeah. about whoever it was talked about like two thirds of Pornhub got taken down because of that and then while that's two thirds of it was all sex traffic or rape or
1: whatever which is crazy like like rape and like revenge porn and like yeah bunch of junk hey
2: but on on a side note would you would you mind explaining why it's important to uh have a reason to quit looking at porn and how you overcame that
0: well, the biggest reason is, well, you want the scientific reason. You wanna, you want the emotional, physical reasons. Give, give it you all, want the bro. Spiritual reasons. Give it also. I mean,
2: we can help someone that might be listening to this right now.
0: Well, if somebody's listening, I, I can tell you some great resources that that will help you when you can't help yourself. Because that's the biggest thing is realizing that it is an addiction first and foremost, and that it will lead you to irrational and absurd uh out of control choices that you make in your life that will drain the living snot out of your your life in every way just on a just on a just on a human sense it is going to rob you of your life and the things that you're passionate about you're going to warp your identity it warps your brain physically um, and there's so many, other, so many other things. I mean, aside from the sex trafficking stuff, it, it transforms your brain and, and super, ju- super juices it basically with, uh, with dopamine abnorm- uh, abnormally to the point where even regular intimacy between, let's say you're a husband or a wife, between regular ig- ig- intimacy, natural intimacy is not good enough to where you start seeking out, more um well for lack of a better term macabre uh macabra and uh <laughs> you know kind of that was a that was a home star runner reference um if you don't know what that is see me after class anyways um <laughs> um but yeah not only that i mean on a spiritual sense you have to look at it through um you know i heard it i heard it heard somebody tell me once that looking at pornography is no different than being a peeping Tom. I mean, what, in what other context can you, can you think of where, where, when would it ever be appropriate for somebody to come over and look through somebody's window at in the middle of the night and they're just going at it and, and you, you know, rubbing one out or whatever. And, you know, it'd be no big deal.
2: Yeah. You'd get yeah. arrested.
0: <laughs> You'd get arrested, ASAP. Yes. Or shot people... other... yeah. <laughs> yeah, or shot. Yeah, you'll have people. Yeah, yeah, or shot. The... At least beat if up. The husband doesn't take up arms. You know, <laughs> bust out the window beat and up. beat you butt naked. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you just got beat by a naked guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, we were like Arlie Ermy. Oh yeah, you heard about that? Ar when Arlie Ermy, the guy, the guy who plays uh, the the drill instructor in all the uh, Marine Corps movies. Yeah. He actually uh beat a a home invader at one point. All right. butt naked. Yeah. <laughs> apparently <laughs> apparently when he was and this is when he was like oh gosh, he was like seventy or eighty years old. And oh, gosh. <laughs> here's this buck naked marine. I guess apparently he sleeps in the nude and uh, <laughs> woke up to the sound, didn't even didn't grab a bat or a shotgun or nothing, just beat the living snot out of
1: them <laughs> butt naked i mean <laughs> you know how he anyways you know how he um got on all those movies as the drill instructor is he was an actual marine drill instructor and yeah. he was yeah um i think it was apocalypse now yeah i want to say yeah, when he, he was played doing a, that
0: he played a sergeant or, or yeah. a
1: corporal or something he, they just had him there um as like a consultant, asking him how to, you know, and basically to be the, the drill instructor or whatever, or the, the sergeant. And uh, he kept telling them, no, you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong. And they finally went, why don't you just do it then? Yeah. And that's how, <laughs> that's how he got to start. He was just, just going to be a consultant, and then, and then it turned into something.
0: Yeah, and then Stanley Kubrick picked him up for uh, the full metal jacket. And it's so funny because that movie Full Metal Jacket is supposed to be an anti-war film, and I can't tell you how many people use it nowadays in recruiting, especially for the Marine Corps. I mean, the the first ten minutes is absolute beauty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen but, that in
0: a long time, but so continue. Yeah. <laughs> well, going back to the going back to the pornography thing, um, some resources that really helped me. Um, that not only walk you through it, I I would say, um, you need to check out this website, uh, fight the new drug. They've got some phenomenal resources, not only counselors that you can connect with. Um, and, and it's, it's really, really cheap. I mean, for the, for the cost of, for the cost of, you know, buying an app on, on Apple, Apple store, um, you can get this uh, other app called uh, Fortify, which walks you through, figures out where you're most tempted uh, when you're most vulnerable and, you know, kind of helps you do some self-evaluation as to, you know, why are you feeling the way that you're feeling and what exactly is it that you feel like you're using uh, pornography to, what are you getting out of pornography that you're not getting elsewhere, Because that's the problem oftentimes when it comes to pornography is that you are seeking, you are seeking some kind of, uh, imitation comfort or love that you might not be receiving elsewhere. But instead of getting it elsewhere, you're choosing the false, fake, immaterial, you know, junk, which is, that's, that's the other thing is pornography is, it's not real. It's all a show. I, it's 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 a joke um, in so many different ways. Um, I, you can you can talk to um, oh, there's this other there's a friend I'm I'm connected with on TikTok that actually used to be an a a, uh, a porn star and the Lord got a hold of his life and pulled him out of that junk. Wait, and Is
2: that John something or another?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have, it, uh, do you well, have his number? I do not. Um, but I, I have connected with him
2: because we. I tried to connect with him, and he said he would, and like he has not responded to me. If you're able to get more a hold of him, we need to talk about that <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> later. But well, go ahead and continue. he
0: continue. Yeah, he's top notch, though. I mean, he talks about how how he used to. Uh, I mean, basically, it <laughs> it gotten to the point where he wouldn't. He wanted to commit suicide, and and treated treated sex nothing more than as if you and i had a handshake and just uh it it was heartbreaking on his end so uh the lord really pulled him out of that forgive me i'm trying to look look up his name here on on my uh tiktok here trying to remember his exact name i think it's joshua to be honest it is Um, Joshua. Uh, yeah is it okay i was gonna say but yeah he's great and um Fortify. Fortify is probably the best app that I've used because it's a daily tracker. Not only does it provide uh, counseling and stuff like that, it also has uh, daily, daily educational things that show you practical ways to get over it and, uh, and, and be victorious. And then uh, another thing that I really used was uh, Covenant Eyes. And it's, this, it's basically just an internet filter and a VPN at the same time which filters everything on all your devices and, and you can lock yourself out with, uh, with an accountability partner so that even when you are having those moments of vulnerability, and trust me, you will have those moments um, where you will, <laughs> you will not be able to be stopped, uh, if you will. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, whenever i had those vulnerable moments, um, I could figure out how to unlock anything. You know, I, if I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it. Simple it's as that. It's just
1: like any other addiction, really. Yeah. Yeah. Once you, yeah, 100%. When you have that drive to get it, you're, you're not going to let it go. And it and it's just like any other addiction, but more so readily right there. You don't have to yeah. leave your house to, to go get something, you know. Yep. And it seems yep. like
2: it doesn't cost you anything, but it's costing you
0: everything. Yeah. Oh, it really is. No, I mean, not only is it costing your mental health and your literal brain getting completely transformed uh, and warped, no, no different than a, an, an addiction, but, I mean, for guys, I mean, erectile dysfunction is no joke. Imagine being, imagine being 30 years old and you, you just got married and you can't get it up. I mean, th- that's got to be the most demasculine thing I mean I can't I can't imagine um getting married and not being able to please my wife and yeah. that that would just be so demoralizing in so many ways and um and it's one thing for age obviously that happens to everybody but like when you're when you're supposed to be at the peak of your you know I'm I'm supposed to be this peak specimen, you know.
3: You know, I'm Mister
0: I'm Mr. Awesome, you know. My wife's gonna, my wife's gonna love me, man. Whoo, you know, that's all good. But if you can't do anything about it because you've wasted most of your life being addicted to pornography and and you know, you know, rubbing one out to to every woman under the sun, you know, and then it also gives you a impossible impossible view of other people to where people become nothing more than objects. Y'all are laughing so hard about every time I say rub one out. (laughs) You know what?
1: You know, what's funny about that? I was just thinking about this whole podcast and how (laughs) we're probably going to have to label it explicit, but which, which I think is fine because I think we've just been real and we haven't said anything really raw or Or, wrong. Um well maybe I don't wrong know, Rub, Rub We might have pretty wrong. <laughs> right. It's well, never mind. But we were joking so we started out, you know, we trying to connect with you and you're playing your guitar and this bluesy riff and you couldn't hear us and we're joking <laughs> back and forth, like trying to get your attention and we're like FQ <laughs> after dark and <laughs> the, which which we always do this after dark but like this is <laughs> this podcast has been a this one's an an a lot of fun podcast. but really this is f cubed after dark
2: <laughs> that's what it's going to be labeled f cubed after dark adults only <laughs>
1: don't, don't listen with your listen with your teenage sons Yes, there you go.
0: If this this is the point right in the podcast where people are leaving, I'll be surprised. (laughs) If they haven't left by now, because they're like, oh gosh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Well, um, you can't have
0: family. No, oh, yeah. Everybody gathered around the fireplace.
1: We're gonna listen to the F cubed. Anyway, we have to, we have to cut that out and like put that at the beginning of our podcast. <laughs> we'll, we'll record Bernie that. Like, we'll, we'll record that again after we,
0: we're right. done. I was like, sounds like the most old, old grandma ever. Everybody <laughs> gather around the fireplace, y'all. Everybody <laughs> get around. <laughs>
1: it's time for the FQ podcast, y'all. It's
0: time for the, now it's time, now it's time for the FQ podcast, y'all. Gather around <laughs> the fireplace and listen to a warmly song. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: and
2: then come in
0: and then come in with like some. How much guitar really did you get but- of
2: his? When he I don't know. George recorded some of you while you were playing the guitar.
1: Oh, was he? Yeah. Yeah. I was like we gotta <laughs> Might as well. well. <laughs> Let's see what we can do with this. <laughs>
0: see, you'll have that. You'll have the sweet grandma sound, and then you'll come in with like some really butch dude coming in, like it up next is George. And
2: <laughs> but is that like to conclude your story? Go ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Back to the serious things, gentlemen. Be serious. <laughs> Um, so aside from, aside from all the, all those, those are two really good resources, I would say fortify and F cubed. Um, now, when it comes to more importantly,
3: uh... <laughs> yes. yes, you yes. said fortified and cubed. <laughs>
1: we are a good resource. <laughs> we will help you.
2: <laughs> At this point, we might make fun of you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: this is going to to be a two part episode. We've
2: got almost two hours of this.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, knew, I knew I couldn't take it seriously. All right. Fortify and Covenant Eyes are great reading sources. But, uh, then there's obviously the real, the real spiritual need, the real spiritual need is, you know, people have a, you have a heart problem, simple as that. You have a heart problem and you need to figure out why you have this heart problem. And that's ultimately your need for Christ. Yeah. And a great book that, uh, a great book that's, that not only is a very raw, real, uh, revelation on you know how guys brains think as well as you know what attracts us and stuff like that um and you know just being honest you know when it comes to you know how we are aroused by what we see um particularly and and how to have victory over that um because the eyes are eyes are probably the biggest thing when it comes to uh why pornography has such a great hold on guys uh, because it is it is through the eyes that men are aroused and it doesn't, it doesn't matter, you know, if the woman is straight up, you know, some chick on chick on the internet or whatever, or, or just, uh, you know, uh, some skimpy clad chick, you know, in a yoga, yoga outfit running on the side of the road and you just can't, can't keep your eyes away, you know? Um, and a great book that I read, uh, was by this guy, uh, Steve Arderburn and mm. he wrote every man's battle. Yeah. And it gives all these different examples of, of guys and their particular struggles. Not just, uh, not just, um, not just single guys, but also married men. Because again, that's another thing where we have this, there's this mentality in, in society that says, once you get married, Oh, your struggle with lust and, and sexual temptation just disappears. Um, no, <laughs> that is a big time lie. Uh, lust is still still a temptation. And that's how you how it leads you into adultery and and many, 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 many other things. Divorce yeah. and yeah. destroys homes and so on and so forth. And it's just heartbreaking. So the reason you want not only <laughs> not only do you want to get victory over pornography now while you are single or even with someone. But it will help solidify you and your relationship with whomever you are with so that those kinds of temptations, when they do come and they will come, they can be overcome by not only the power of the Holy Spirit in you, but you can be wise about boundaries and all sorts of other good things. And they have a great, great website that you can check out, some work, uh, some workbooks on how to, how to get victory over it but ultimately i would draw it back to scripture because you can you can do all the <laughs> you can do all the fun you know workbooks apps and, and apps yeah. and workbooks and read all the expertise and have all that knowledge in your head but if you haven't if you haven't made a personal willful decision to get victory over this through the power of jesus christ you will not have victory over it Simple as that. And that, because it's a heart issue, it's a sin issue. It's like trying to, you know, imagine trying to defeat human nature (laughs) by getting rid of humanity. It makes no sense.
3: Yeah. You
0: know, you're you're completely going against yourself. And sexual sin is so much greater and so much more powerful than, than many other sins. Other sins oftentimes are are impersonal, They're, you know, or at least seemingly on the surface level, impersonal. But sexual sin is so much greater because not only are you uh, sinning against God, as, as King David said, uh, against you and you alone have I sinned, as what is it? Psalm 51 says, creating me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me, for you alone have I sinned against. But sin, particularly sexual sin in this regard, Sins against their own body, as 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 20 says. And um, God in Christ Jesus died and rose from the grave in order that we might have victory over the flesh. That old dead flesh is crucified along with its desires and passions. And we need to know his word in order to have victory over. Over those kinds of sexual sins, and I and I always point to this whenever I'm doing my live streams on on TikTok, talking about Psalm 119. I love, I, I just love this passage because it speaks perfectly to you know I, what I also us uh, as men ought to be. We're called to be leaders. We're called to be men that that lead by example. And how are we to lead by example if we are not? Uh, if we have not become like the one who is the perfect example, Christ, and being submitted to his word and submitted to everything, being imitators, as Ephesians uh, chapter five says. And I love this passage here in Psalm 119, uh, verse nine, it says, how can a young man keep his way pure by guarding it according to your word? With my whole heart, I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. For I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips I declare all the rules of your mouth. And in the way of your testimonies I delight as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. I will delight in your statutes and I will not forget your word. And you'll notice that every time when it came to well, we, we know the story of how Joseph uh, was being tempted by Potiphar's wife. Yeah. It's intriguing that when we look at Scripture as a whole, sexual sin is one of the only ones where it doesn't say, face it head on. It says, run, turn, go away, don't even bother. And we look at the example of Joseph. Joseph, not only did he point to the fact that, no, I, no this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I shouldn't be doing this. Don't tempt me, temptress. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't, don't give me this kind of, you know, how could I do such a thing not only to my master, Potiphar, but how could I do this to God and the very temple that God, uh, God has in me, my body is a temple Uh, as 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 6 says, and and defile myself in such a way. And he said he ran. He ran from it. That's the only way. And that's – there's no way you can uh, – I can tell you from personal experience where I've had moments where failures, failures, just being honest, failures, where I thought, oh, I'm good. I'm, it's not that big of a temptation or i it's little things that would just get built up over and over. And I would, they would lead to big falls yeah. and those are the things, those are the little jabs like fiery arrows that, that the enemy shoots at us, the devil, <laughs> the devil in his fiery arrows trying to find the chinks in our armor that, that are most easily exposed and take us out. Um, and those little things lead to big things and big falls and if they aren't addressed you get situations like Robbie Zacharias
3: yeah.
0: and yeah. It, that is a big doozy and Yeah. so yeah. It, for your for your own reputation as well because we're we're not uh, we're not double-minded we're not uh, serving two masters when we follow Christ we are we are demonstrating Christ. We are living Christ. We are the only Christ that some people will ever see. And if you can't even have victory, if you can't get over this, then what makes you think you can help other people? Yeah. Let alone represent Christ to other people. You know, yeah. It is probably the it it's oh, it's there's so much to, behind it. Uh, I could go into
1: even more, but I, yeah. I think this is a good place to. Really wrap this and yeah, yeah. You're our first, second guest,
2: yeah. <laughs> you're- like, you're, oh, you're really? our first yeah.
1: guest that we've had on twice now. Like, we've been talking about having some guests that we've had on come back, um, just because we've enjoyed the conversation so much. And this has been great, you know, um, really fun pod- podcast to do with you. Um, thanks for having me, but. You know, you already know this part. <laughs> yeah, you should know this part. Alright, <laughs> so, friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. And, and when you pray us out, if you could just um, also pray for people that are battling with, uh, you know, with addiction. pornography or your sex addiction or any addictions, really.
0: Well, if I could, if I could just be frank for anybody who's anybody who's really listening in on this and struggling with pornography. You are not alone. The, the reason, I'll tell you one of the bigger reasons that people still struggle with pornography is because they think that they are the only ones that are struggling with it and that if they open up, then other people will look at them differently as if they, they're some alien, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Rather, than, rather than this is something that everybody in the society. It, it, it's honestly the big, big elephant in the room that a lot of people don't want to talk about. And it's only just as Ephesians five says, you know, have nothing to do with the, uh, the deeds of darkness, but instead expose them because when it comes into the light, it has no power. There's been so many moments where it's like, you know where I was, where I did fail, when I did bring it, didn't bring it out into the light, and when it was all up in my mind, thinking about it 24/7, 365, and it just it got ingrained in my heart to the point where it ultimately took over, and that's where it has the power, and that's when you've given yourself a foothold for the devil. But when you take that away, you you essentially cut his legs out from under him, and you get in the word, and you let his word be true, and you trust and delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. God will fulfill the the the, the love that you desire, the 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 sexual gratification. God doesn't just give you those desires to to shame you. I know we were joking earlier, <laughs> I'm joking earlier. Obviously, sex is beautiful it's awesome it's pleasurable and it and it's going to be enjoyed but it will be enjoyed 50,000 times more when you have a right relationship with somebody that is not only just sexually desirable but somebody that you've connected on emotional spiritual and then ultimately physical and it will be greater and more beneficial no different than you know that's Because that's sex, what sex is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a demonstration of the ecstasy that we have when, when a husband and wife come together in sexual union. The ecstasy that we have with each other is the same ecstasy that we will feel when we are united with Christ. He is the husband, essentially. We are the bride. We are his church. And when the husband and the bride come together and we are finally united in heaven with God, it will be awesome. Yeah. And, it, and I, I don't think we, we if we don't turn if we don't realize that sexuality is that uh, it's going to continue to be turned into something else and and mm. less and less and people are going to feel even emptier and emptier. When we have Christ, it's it's so much better. Yeah. So with that, I'll, I'll pray for you guys. Thanks again for having me on the podcast. I've I really enjoyed hanging out with you it was guys. awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, let's end it on a high note. Lord Jesus, we love you. You are so good to us. And I pray that you would, as you say, empower us to say no. Give us that way out when it comes to sexual sin that we will turn our eyes to you. Your face would shine upon us. We can walk in integrity, no longer in sin and death and wallowing in the muck and mire. Lord, make us clean. Make us men. Make us greater than what we could have ever achieved on our own strength. For it's by your will and by your power that we can do all these things. And I ask that you would empower us to take advantage of every single one of these resources but more importantly transform our hearts give us new desires as you say in Isaiah Oh, change your heart from the cold dead crusty heart of stone to one of flesh give us new birth that we may be empowered by your Holy Spirit to say no to the things of the devil those footholds that he tries so desperately to Strap onto our backs and weigh us down. Lord, you are our burden bearer, and you love us so very much. Help us to cast all our anxiety upon you whenever we struggle. Give us freedom, as you promise. When the sun sets free, it's free indeed. It's in your name I pray. Amen.
2: Amen.